Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. Cut It Straight is a podcast helping you pursue excellence in your preaching and ministry. In this episode, we're going to discuss Don't Waste Your Quarantine. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast, episode 35. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. We're going to discuss in this episode, don't waste your quarantine. The exact time and duration of when Paul was in prison can vary depending upon which commentary and references you use. In Philippi, during what is called his second missionary journey, Paul cast out a demonic spirit from a slave girl. Her masters, however who had been making a living from the woman's spiritual powers, became angry at the evangelist. They stir up the entire city against him and his fellow co-worker Silas, such that they were arrested, beaten, and put in prison. In another time, Jews from Asia who hate Paul see him at the temple in Jerusalem and believe wrongly that he is bringing unconverted Gentiles into a forbidden part of the temple. They loudly accuse him of wrongdoing and stir up a riot against him. The mob violently lays their hands upon him and drag him out of the temple. As they begin to beat Paul to death, the Roman army shows up and saves his life. For Paul's safety, he is taken at night by 200 Roman soldiers to Caesarea. It is in Caesarea that Governor Felix resides and where the trial against the apostle can be heard. Although Felix believes that he is innocent, He keeps him in prison for more than two years in hopes that someone will offer a bribe to free him. Paul is eventually sent to Rome by ship in order to have Caesar hear his case. After spending a little more than two years in Caesarea, in a Caesarea prison, the apostle is escorted to Rome by a centurion. He eventually arrives in the city and spends time in a rented house, exiled under house arrest for about two years as he awaits his trial and ultimate acquittal in the spring of 63. In mid-67, Paul is arrested again, but this time ends up in a jail cell in Rome. He's incarcerated until he is beheaded by the Romans around May or June of 68. During these imprisonments, Paul writes what is called the prison epistles. Four letters written by Paul while he is under house arrest in Rome. Each letter, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon, is addressed to a specific church or in the case of Philemon, an individual. And while Paul penned each epistle to address specific needs of the first century Christians in the church, these messages are still for us today written by a man exiled under house arrest. John, the beloved, was a prisoner on Patmos because he was preaching about Jesus and that Jesus had been raised from the dead. While John was on the island of Patmos, this volcanic, treeless, rocky island off the western coast of modern Turkey, it is there that John, the beloved, wrote letters to seven churches. Isolated, alone, 
unable to communicate with others directly. He is found in the company of the Lord and his angels. And he is to write. And he is to send letters to these churches, though he cannot be there physically. Depending on where you are right now, it's been about a month here in East Tennessee that we have been under quarantine during this coronavirus pandemic. And I've been thinking about you, young minister. I've been thinking about many people. I've been thinking about the people in our church. That this time can either make us better or it can make us worse. No matter where you are at this time, if you've been anywhere of great population, you've been quarantined for at least the last month. Perhaps if you're in other places of the world, it's been longer than that. But here in East Tennessee and most of the United States, it's been about a, over a, just over a month. We've not been able to go back to school here. School has been dismissed. We're gonna, we've been teaching uh, through distance learning. We've not been able to have church. We've not been able to gather together uh, for about a month now. We are completely online for our services, going live Monday through Friday, and then, of course, Sunday morning and Sunday night. Uh, we're trying our best to stay connected to people, trying our best to continue to do what the Lord has called us to do during this very interesting time in history. But young ministers who might be listening or those who might be serving in their local church who this podcast has has been uh, specifically for, though there I know there are others who listen to this, and we welcome you uh, to the Cut It Straight podcast. But over the last month, you've not been able to serve like you usually have been able to. Sunday school classrooms are empty. Youth rooms are empty. Sanctuaries are empty. Pulpits are empty. So what are you doing during this time? Are you wasting the opportunity that you've been given? Because all of us have been given an opportunity right now to do something we've not been able to do before. The Lord seemingly has pressed the pause button to our lives, and He's done it collectively across the world. He has, in fact, uh, given us a Sabbath. We're not able to be as busy as we once were. We're not, we're not caught up in the hustle and the bustle of the day-to-day -day things that we were before. And so everything has just slowed down and stopped. And unfortunately, that has also meant the type of ministry that we were doing before all of this started. But what are you doing now? Some are across the world are coming out of this quarantine. Uh, some, some are still in it here in um, the States. They're saying until the end of April, they're starting to roll out different phases of how they can be, begin to open up the economy and people can start going back to work. Uh, but some places like New York City, uh, large metro areas, uh, uh, the stay-at-home order has been extended even through May. And so the quarantine uh, continues for those on the coast. But what are you doing right now? You, not, you might not be able to be 
teaching in your Sunday school class. You might not be preaching to your youth group. Uh, you might not be uh, preaching regularly behind your pulpit in your church. But God has given us a moment in history to either make us better or to make us worse. I believe, and I shared this with others, I believe during this time we are beginning to see the fulfillment that the Lord talked about, that He is going to separate the wheat from the chaff. Because there are people right now who are realizing during this quarantine, this exile, this house arrest, that how bad they really needed Christ and the church. They're realizing they've taken church for granted. There are young ministers, there are ministers who have taken the church for granted. It's just something we do on Wednesdays and Sundays. It's just a part of what we do. But now that it's been taken away from us, we're starting to realize how necessary church was to our spiritual well-being and to the rest of our lives. But on the other hand, there are those who've not been in church for a month, and they're beginning to think, if I can make it for a month without church, I can make it for another month. I can make it for another year. I really didn't need it in the first place. And they've only allowed church to be a social gathering. They've not allowed it to be a life-giving essential to their life. And so now, our churches are going to look different whenever we can come back together. There are going to be those who come back on fire, and then there are those we'll never see again. And that's unfortunate, but the Lord knows how to shore up and fortify His true church. He will separate the goats from the sheep, and he will separate the wheat from the chaff. But what about you, young minister? Have you found your identity in your position in what you do? Now that you can't preach and teach, perhaps perhaps now you're not, you're not up front and people aren't seeing you all the time. Is that what you got your identity from? Or... Are you using this quarantine, this house arrest, this exile, to make yourself better? And that's what I hope you're doing. And that's what I hope to encourage you to do in this episode. Because we shouldn't be wasting this quarantine. Paul wrote the, the prison letters, the epistles, during his time. He just didn't sit there and pout, pout and doubt in a, a Roman prison cell. No, he... He reached out to those churches that needed to even reached out uh, to Timothy and asked him, please come and see me. Still stayed in contact with his, with, his, with his people, with his churches, with his disciples. That's what we should be doing. We should be taking advantage of this moment. We shouldn't waste this moment. Don't waste this time. Uh, doing frivolous things. You know, I've, I've read and you've read and you've seen uh, entertainment um, outlets. You can get HBO free for a month or uh, you, can, you could try uh, Hulu free for a month, whatever it might be. There's several that are out there right now. Um, people are binging entertainment during this time. They're binging, um, just wasting their time. They're wasting this quarantine um, but for us, ministers, the church, this should be a time that we use this to our advantage. You said, I just don't have time to read my Bible. Well, guess what? 
Now you do. I just don't have time to pray like I should. Now you do. I've always intended to start a podcast, or I've always intended to uh, start a blog. I've always intended to write a book. I've always intended to write a sermon a week, or whatever it might be. The things that you dream up um, uh, throughout the, the, the weeks and months that we've not been in quarantine. Well, now you have the opportunity. The excuses have been stripped away from us. And God is saying, here is your opportunity. Perhaps it's time for you to reach out to those you've not seen in a while. Those who've not come to youth events. Those who've not come to church for a while. Those you've not seen active on online. Perhaps now's the time to reach out, call, text, write a letter. Because this is a moment where we can continue to minister where we can continue to develop our ministry. You develop, now, not anymore digitally, but we used to develop pictures in the dark. The best pictures are developed in the dark. The best ministries, brothers and sisters, are developed in the quarantine. This should make us better. We should come out of this time when the doors are opened and the prison cell doors are open or swung open. We should come out and the doors are open to the church. We should come out on fire. It shouldn't take your pastor uh, six months to pray you through from the time that you wasted during the quarantine. You should be right there on the front lines, picking up right where you left off. And if not, starting something new from all of this. Don't waste your quarantine. Don't spend all your time uh, posting selfies on Instagram and Facebook. Don't spend all your waste your time on the internet. I'm talking to myself too right now. It's easy to just kind of just uh, just passively spend time on the internet, but trying to keep up with the news and all this nonsense that we're dealing with. But we should make that this we should make this time and use this time to our advantage to make us better. Reach out to your pastor. Hey, Pastor, how can I be of assistance during this time? I know I can't be there at this moment. Is there anybody I can reach out to? If you're worried about why you're not being used at this moment, why are they on the online ministry? How come How come they're the ones on the front lines of this? God is trying to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just remember that. And make sure it's not you. Make sure it's not you that's getting worse in all of this. Make sure that you're using this time to your advantage to make yourself better for Christ, to make yourself better for your church, that when the doors finally open and we're allowed to gather back together, Lord willing, that we're on fire. We're not cold. We're not an icicle that's got to be melted down back and plied back together. No, we are on fire for the Lord. Take this time, write. Take this time, read. Binge the Bible. Get caught up on your Bible reading. Get ahead on your Bible reading. If Hey, listen, maybe you're not working right now and you're stuck at home. Let me tell you something. Go get you a side hustle. Make some money somewhere. There are jobs available right now delivering food, delivering groceries, doing things online. Make some money. Get yourself out of debt during this time. Pick up a side hustle. Do something with your time. Don't just waste it watching, binging Netflix and Facebook and Twitter and selfies and nonsense. Make this time. Don't waste your quarantine because I believe God has given this, given us this moment in history for a purpose. And I believe God's going to make us better 
And I believe if we will put our time in and we will, we will take this moment and say, God, help us to do what we can for the kingdom at this very important time in history. Help me, God. Lord, help me to be creative in my calling. Help me, God, to do things outside of the box. Lord, you're doing something in the world today in all of this that you're going to get the glory. And Lord, and I pray that I could be a part of it. So let me just say, everyone who's listening, we're praying for you. We hope you're doing well. We're praying that God sends revival to wherever it is you're listening and you're ministering. But I pray that you don't waste your quarantine at this time. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight podcast. For more information, episodes, and articles, go to my website, nswhitley.com. Follow me on Twitter at nswhitley, and be sure to go to my Facebook page, nswhitley.